Welcome to Human Connections, an oral history podcast program curated by students in the Literary Arts Department at Mississippi School of the Arts. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, I'm Joseph Hanna, and this is my literary podcast. Now, I might as well be honest and say right off the bat that you probably shouldn't expect a cohesive story or meaningful message. I got the podcast guidelines for the, for the, after the interview with my mother, and I was unaware that there was supposed to be any overarching story structure. Most of the interview was my mother telling me about the time she spent in Germany during the fall of the Berlin Wall, along with a few scattered memories about other places she lived, she's lived in, like Hawaii, Georgia, Virginia, and of course, Mississippi. Um, you've told me before that, like, you've lived through, like, the falling of the Berlin Wall. Mm-hmm. Were you, like, in Germany when that happened? Because mm-hmm. I, 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 I was. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I, I knew that you but lived I wasn't in But I wasn't in Berlin. Okay. Yeah. But, but I do have a piece of it. It's a cert- certificate with an authentic piece of the Berlin Wall. Okay. I was living in Germany, but I was living in Mainz, Germany, mm. M-A-I-N-Z. Mm. Is that like the equivalent of a state in the United no, States? No, no, no. No, it's like or... a, it's a town. Okay. So it was Mainz, and it was called Mainz-Gonsenheim. Uh, <laughs> I can spell it for you later if you want. Nah, um, it was just like a suburb of Mainz. It was really close to the army base where my husband was stationed. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and the Berlin Wall fell in November of that year, I think. Like November... 7th, I think, or 11th, I can't remember. Uh, anyway, and I think that was in 1989. I believe that's right. November 7th, 1989. I don't know. We haven't gotten to that Anyway, yet. it was a big deal. It was a really big deal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and so I do have a certificate of, of, of authentication with a piece of the Berlin Wall. Mm. What are, like, some big differences that are between the United States and Germany. Oh if my there are gosh, any. there are gobs of differences. If someone told me that they would send me over there and set me up and get with a place to live and a job and all that, whatever, but like I could only come home like once every two years to visit, whatever, I'd be gone. I loved it over there. It was awesome. Now I haven't lived over there since like 1990, but the transit system is fantastic. Even through small towns, they have um, <clears throat> Strasbourg, which is like uh, electric trains, mm-hmm. um, uh, like a trolley sort of like. Yeah, and they know, have yeah. buses, and then they have um, um, the autobahn. Uh, the not the autobahn. They have trains like us with Amtrak, mm-hmm. but they go everywhere. And then they have the city trains, and then they have buses, and. Uh, everything's really accessible like there are lots of there aren't so many great big huge shopping malls or whatever more as uh, little areas with multi small shops Mm. like when we lived there we lived in an apartment what they call on the economy which means it was with Germans and Americans and Mm. so it was military people and German people and there was this great there are several big parks and dog parks <clears throat> and there was um, an animal park just right down the road, and right uh, we lived above a Hot L Market, which is HL mm-hmm. Market. It's like a small grocery store, 
Um, and right in our area, right there, we could just walk downstairs and walk outside. We had a bakery, we had a flower shop, we had a pizza place, we had uh, a bank, we had a market, we had a stationary place, we had um, uh, a kiosk. They have all these little kiosks, like mini stores. Like if you just want to grab like a soda or a pack of cigarettes or some gum or whatever, you just go to the to the window and they just tell them what you want. You don't have to walk in the store. Mm. And then they had all these food kiosks all the time. Um, I would go downtown a lot um, and go shopping and stuff. And um, they have little food kiosks everywhere. They have like McDonald's and Kentucky Fried Chicken and stuff like that too in the bigger towns like where we lived in Mainz. But they have small little food kiosks where you can get like, one of my favorites was this French bread stuff with with this really um, flavorful cheese and it had like sausage and stuff on it. It was really good. And you just like kind of grab it and walk. Um, one of the big differences I couldn't get over was ice because if you ask for ice in a restaurant there, they put like one cube of ice or two cubes of ice and that was it. They don't do the ice thing. Um, and so I like a lot of ice, but over there if you ask for ice, you get one cube or two cubes and that's all you get. Mm. Um, and uh, at lunchtime, everybody takes a break. It's like a two, two and a half hour break. And everybody just like shuts down and they don't steal the stuff that's sitting outside the market like they put out little uh baskets with things on sale or cake plates or i don't know dishware or sodas or whatever and they would just shut it down and no one would steal it and uh another big difference is deodorant because over there it was stinky so you go in the high l market in the afternoons woo child it stunk mm-hmm. so those people don't use deodorant as much as they do here yeah. The kitchens are usually a lot smaller, and the refrigerators are very, very small. Not like the ones we have here in the United States, because they go shopping there several times a week, because it's so convenient. And normally, the big meal is at lunchtime, and then um, supper would consist of like some really good bread with um, some lunch meat, maybe some cheeses, a glass of wine, or beer. Of course, you know the big beer drinkers over there. Um, what's the other thing difference? Oh, water. They don't drink um, just regular water. Most people drink sparkling water over there. Oh, yeah, you've told me about that. And the most important two things I learned about how to say in German when I lived over there was Voice die Toilette bitte, which is where's the bathroom, please, and Own Kolensar, which means no bubbles, because the water over there, you buy it in glass, like little glass four packs or whatever at at the store, and it's, it's carbonated, like soda water. Yeah, I, I know. It's just spicy water. No, it's just sparkling, and it has bubbles in it, and mm. I don't like that. It's like drinking a Sprite without the lemon flavor and the sugar in it. That sounds terrible. But that's what it they sounds, do. It sounds like angry water. Um, but recycling? Ironically, one of the bigger events my mother bore witness to in her life kind of took a back seat to all the other things she saw in Germany. The fall of the Berlin Wall did not affect her life in Germany too much. Although, I still found the things she talked about pretty interesting. Prior to this interview, the only things my mother told me about Germany was that they like sparkly water. Although, I always thought of Germany as either pretty much just like the USA, but with a little architecture change here and there, or just a strip of land with a few hobbit holes scattered around. I guess the former was a lot more accurate than the latter, but I never, ex- I never did expect the smaller changes. My mom lists a few others, other differences in Germany later in the interview, like how Germany, Germany deodorant smells awful and the beautiful scenery of the, in the countryside. There are also two lessons 
I, I could come up with for this whole interview. The first one being how isolated America really is from the vast majority of countries. It might be that we're literally oceans apart, but now that I know these things about Germany, I feel that these things should be somewhat common knowledge for the country. And of course, there's also the fact that most other countries probably have just a subtle but yet important differences in everyday life, and my mother only scratched the surface of Germany's set differences. The, the only other lesson is that now I really, really want to go to Germany. Thank you for joining us as we present and preserve important voices in our community. More episodes are on the way. In the meantime, follow the literary department on Instagram at msa.literary. We rise, we fly, we shine. <laughs>